Red Sox stayed pat, now their season's over. Yeah. There were some drastic changes since the last time we talked on this. Uh, this is the last time we talked in person. Oh, boy. Are there cha- oh, my God. It's so bad. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> they are terrible. They have not won a game since last week. But, yeah. Uh, all of them. Yeah, the Red Sox are still bad. They're 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 somehow worse because their spirit is gone. Like they have they're they're just like a hollow specter wandering the hallways. The baseball hallways. <laughs> so the season's over for the Red Sox, but it's actually kind of exciting for other teams. Yeah. Like, like the Astros. Well yeah. I'm kinda of rooting for them now. Astros are good. They have players on that team that I like. I I love me some Altuve. Like the twins too. Like I don't know. Yeah, like the, the rest of the league will be fun to watch at least. I'll have the twins are in the middle of blowing it right now. Yeah, you no, know it's actually apparently been pretty good since I've been. I found out since the last time we spoke. Also, apparently the Mets have like turned their season around. <laughs> they're like they're like two or three games out of the wild card. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, they have the pitching for it. So yeah, because what they did was uh, during the off season or or, or previous off season, what they did was they went out and they found a guy who specializes in closing out the game, and then they signed him to a contract to close out games for them instead of just having nobody to do that. Like he's been really bad at it though. Yeah, but the Red Sox have nobody to do that. Period. <laughs> so they've also been really bad at it's it. It's true. They uh, I guess what they did is they fired their pitching coach. Doesn't surprise me. And they brought in some old guy. <laughs> yeah, he'll he'll connect with the young kids. Yeah, I mean, he's he's probably just like, I don't know, throw the fucking ball. You're a pitcher. Like, oh, yeah, I am a pitcher. What? We all have long hair. Brush, what? brush, brush, brush. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like how that dude has has it in his contract that he can't cut his hair. Which one? Uh, Dude from Baltimore. I forget his name. Oh, Kashner? Yes. His beard. Oh, is it hair or is his beard? I thought it was his. Oh, yeah, it is his beard. Yeah. I feel like we've talked about that on this pod before. Probably. It's so ra- it's so random. Yeah, it's just because if he gets traded to the Jenkies. Yeah. Like, I ain't going to be held down by no dumb New York baseball team. Yeah, they're real dumb. Especially he knows that he <laughs> sucks. <laughs> I, I don't want to be traded to the Yankees or all their money and championship pedigree. <laughs> Who cares about winning championships? Yeah, really. A dedicated fan base. <laughs> <sighs> oh, boy. I don't want to go there. Red Sox, I actually, I wore a Red Sox hat today. Yeah. To signify. But you're not like a diehard Red Sox fan at all. No, I just have a. I just had to have a baseball hat for every team. Yeah, sure. And uh, this is uh, I'm wearing it in uh, in effigy of the of the Red Sox 2019 season. R.I.P. It's over. R.I.P. Baseball season. Red actually, Sox fans. I actually called it over at the trade deadline when they did nothing. I was like, all right, season's over. Yeah, you tell me like. So is, do I just stop rooting now? I'm like, man, I mean, they've been pretty good. I mean, you could really go either way. And it did not go either way. It went, no, it went, it went, hard, it went hard, hard south. Yeah. <laughs> it was about as bad as it could have been. So, yeah, that's, that's fun. But at least, at least the other teams are making it exciting and watchable at least, you know. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I feel like the baseball games this year haven't been as good, to be honest with you. Um, the, um, the, the postseason. I always like the postseason. Oh, sure. In uh, some capacity. Postseason's definitely... Not, it's not nearly as fun as postseason hockey, but... No, but there's less to, to keep track of. There's less teams. Yeah. Those uh, wild card games are always fun, too. Oh, yeah. The, 
uh, winning your end games. Yeah. I always feel bad for the losers in those ones. It'll be the you played 163 games. Sorry, pal. I feel like it's going to be the same teams as it is every year. Playing, we'd say for the Red Sox because they're definitely not in. No, Sox are not even close. Forget it. Is it maybe the A's or the Rays probably take their spot? That's what it seems like. I mean, like, where's Texas? Weren't they the next team down from us? Are they still like hovering at 500? I don't know. Should we pull up the old baseball standings? Sure. Why don't we bring it up? Alexa, AL East standings. MLB standings. Oh, I know the. The (laughs) Oh, I know the AL East standings. (laughs) I know Toronto's in last. Oh yeah. Well, are they? Like they're they're behind Baltimore. Oh, never mind. I forgot Baltimore. Baltimore's the worst team ever. Yeah. Oh fuck you, Wi-Fi. Oh, I'm going to have real internet at my house soon. Oh, nice. Congratulations. <laughs> so it's, it's It started turning into a problem right about the time. Oh, yeah. Wow. 38 and 73. That is brutal. Um, I want the wild card standings, too. Playoff standings. It will be playoff standings. There you go. And welcome to another edition of... Uh, of let, listen to what's Google shit. Yeah, no, it, I I feel like it's. Uh, it also didn't change the results. Wild card standings, I guess, is what we're looking for. I just can't believe that like the Red Sox they're they're once again like hovering at five hundred. Yeah. So yeah, Cleveland and Tampa Bay are the wild card right now. Uh, Oakland, Oakland's like uh, Oakland's half a game behind Tampa Bay, and the Red Sox are six and a half games out. Yeah, forget it. Stick a fork in them. Yeah. I mean, they could, I guess, but it's probably not. Hey, the Orioles aren't, Orioles aren't the worst team in the American League. They're the, not. The Tigers are. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Who is Who who, who used to be their GM? Uh, David Dombrowski? It sure was. Now, let's see. Uh, I wonder where the Marlins are in the standings. Ooh, that's a good That's a good. Uh, oh, they're in last place, Oh, they're too. dead last, yeah, 42 and 68. <laughs> wow. Does that mean that the Red Sox are going to be perpetually in last place after Dave Dombrowski leaves? <laughs> no. Uh, unlike Miami and Detroit, uh, Red Sox have decent owners who will like invest in the team. Do the Tigers not invest in their team? I thought they did. I don't think anymore. Probably not. I thought that the – maybe the owners – I thought that the owner was like trying like hell to win a World Series before he died, and that was his. Oh yeah, 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 yeah! I remember that, and and they didn't. And they didn't. Did he die? <laughs> that he died. He did die. Uh, that's nothing to laugh about. I'm just. It's <coughs> part of my reaction I mean, to things, I guess. But yes, so, he definitely died. Uh, and then. Wow. We took <laughs> all their players and won a World Series. The Nationals are. Uh, I thought they sucked this year. Wow. The. Fucking shitty Phillies are in the wild card race, too. Wow, the National League stinks. Yeah, the Mets are, I can't believe it, they're two and a half games out of the wild card. The only team that's any good in the fucking National League is the goddamn Dodgers. And I guess the Braves are pretty good, too. Uh, The Dodgers are, like... Far and away the best team in Far away better than them, yeah. Well, Well, I mean, like... Far and away, I was calling them the Rockets. 
No, I guess, um, I guess, wow. But like, yeah, Minnesota's doing all right. They're almost at seventy games. Yeah, I think they've been, they've been. Uh, well, I think they're eight two lately, so that's good. Yeah, I think they just picked it back up. They were, uh, they were sputtering off for a little while. But like that, that division's kind of competitive with Minnesota and Cleveland, though. So, no surprise there. I, 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 I kind of want Oakland to do something. It'd be nice. to see. I want Oakland to do something every year. They just don't. Nice to see them win. But uh, Jonah Hill would root for it. <laughs> Jonah Hill and Brad Pitt would be in the stands every night during the World Series. They sure would. <laughs> They'd make a movie about it. Yeah. It's Money sure. Moneyball Two. Great electric, success. Uh, electric Boogaloo. <laughs> Great success. It finally <laughs> happened. <laughs> Thank you, Will Middle- Middlebrooks, for finally. Oh, no, it was. Uh, Who did they sign from the Red Sox? The oh, catcher. The catcher? Um, or was he an outfielder? I forget his I forget his freaking name. Oh, they had Josh Reddick and um, their infielder was. Um, Wow! No, it was he was like part of Moneyball. They put they factored him into the movie and made him like a character who helped like turn the team around. Oh, I never saw Moneyball. Oh my god! He used to be a Red Sox. He was uh, like a pro, like a up and coming for the Red Sox, and he just like never panned out. He had like a few good games his first year. How long ago? Uh, early two thousands. Early two thousands. Like right, right before they won the championship. So not Coco Crisp. No, 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 no. He was part of the team. Um, before him, I'm going to look this up. Okay. Enjoy the, the uh, Chris Google stuff podcast this week. Yeah, let's um, go. Welcome to the Google Cast. Well, I'm trying to think of 2000s outfielders. Trotten, not Trotten Nixon. He was on the fucking. Uh, not yeah. Uh, huh? Her? I can't think of who it would be. And you're gonna say it. I'm gonna feel like a fucking asshole. You are. Um because I feel like an asshole doing this, too. Scott Hatterberg. Oh, I, I don't feel like an asshole, actually. Oh, my God. You don't remember him? All right. But, yeah, he used to be on the Red Sox, and they, he was part of Moneyball. Scott Hatterberg is a character in a movie. <laughs> he is. And I confused him with Will Middlebrooks. Will, Will Middlebrooks fucked his way out of town. Yeah. Good for yeah. him. I'd have done it, too. Which one was he? Jenny Dell. Ah, uh, Jenny Dell. Yeah. Dude, you're getting a Dell. <laughs> <laughs> That's a meme. I've seen that before somewhere. <laughs> Is it like a, a Will Millbrooks meme? Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Cause, okay. Cause I mean, I believe it. It's it. like a picture of them together, and like the caption is like, "Dude, you're you're getting a Dell." Yeah, I mean, I didn't think I was reinventing the wheel with that one. No, no, no. It's definitely not the name of this podcast. No. But it was, you know, it made me remember it and chuckle. Um, so well, it's anyways. also a reference from about 10 years ago now. Jesus, it's been that long? I feel like it's been less than that, because he was doing that with Farrell, right? Will Middlebrooks? Maybe. Like early Farrell? Like. It was probably like six or seven years ago. Okay, that's, I'll, I'll give you well, that. Well, Farrell's first season managing was six years ago, so. All right. If Farrell was around, it was either six or five years ago, I guess. Well, anyways, uh, it's uh, August now, so you know what that means. Uh, SummerSlam month? I was going to say fantasy football is right around the corner. Oh, yeah. You could tell me about fantasy football. So uh, I'm excited for it. I can't wait for Jared Goff to cost me the championship in my league. I can't wait. To, I have the worst fucking keepers 
ever in my league, so I almost feel like I feel like I'm like the last place <laughs> fantasy guy now. It's not a good feeling. No. I tried real hard in baseball for the most part this year. So uh I don't know about you, but I, I'm I'm gonna go running back heavy this year in my league that I care about. And my problem is I have two e- there's two keepers in our league. And I don't have one keeper. Well, I guess like, Michael Thomas would qualify as a keeper. Yeah, sure. But like at that, I'm I'm looking at keeping like Kittle. <laughs> like that's my well, option. Or well, like I have Jerick McKinnon on my bench. Well, look at it like this. At least now you don't have to draft a tight end. Yeah. Like, you can use that as to like try to get someone who's decent. Yeah. No. Now you have to go running back, running back. Yeah. So I gotta try to take rookies. Or, I mean, like you could take, like, Tevin Coleman or someone like that in, like, the third or fourth round. You can always do that. Never works. I'm just going to load up on receivers. Really? And like, live the Bilal Powell lifestyle. Hmm. Who, uh, who's, who's on your radar for a receiver? I have no radar. I have done zero research for fantasy you, football. You're just going to have WR selected and number one. On the list well, when you come, when it comes to your turn is going to well, be Johns. There's only so many players in the league. I'll recognize them. There's a reason I'm a last place guy. <laughs> no, I, what I need to do is just uh, accept defeat for the year and then just draft every prospect I can get my fucking hands on. Sure. And hope that one of them ends up to be a stud. You're, so you're, you're in a rebuilding fantasy football year. <laughs> yeah, you have to when you have two keepers. Yeah. It's kind of brutal. That is pretty brutal. And also, like, I don't care. I kind of don't care anymore. Oh, uh, you know, you're not, you're not a care guy. I bet you you care. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. I set my lineup every week. Yeah, that's the extent of what anyone cares. If my team's bad, I stop caring pretty quickly. And it's usually, like last year was my, uh, I was the, I was the 49ers team. Like I had Garoppolo, I had Kittle, I had McKinnon. I had fucking Pierre Garçon. Ugh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had, I had him in one of my teams. Um, He's garbage. I kept McKinnon, and then about two hours after our draft, he was on an IR. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he sure was. That uh, sucks. Yeah, we, I, that happened right before our draft, so we were like, "Up, oh, he's out." And then, uh, and then Garoppolo got hurt real quick. Yep. It was bad. Um, That's a whole season down to shitter right there. Last year, I uh, started off 0-3. So I was a, I thought I was the shitty team in fantasy football. And then my friend, uh, or this guy I used to call my friend, um, he released Sony Michelle after week three. And I was like, it was like a ray of sunshine coming down upon me and blessing me. So I picked him up off waivers. I was like the waiver king of my league. I picked up Sony Michelle and Nick Chubb off waivers. So I was like, and I had Kareem Hunt. So I had, I flexed Sony Michelle and ran the other two. And it was, oh, I was so good. I was like, unstu- I, went, I went on like a seven and one streak to end the season for myself. I just had something to say and I forgot all about it. Fuck. Ah. But like for receivers, I had Devonte Adams and uh, uh, Keenan Allen. I remember what I wanted to say. On a real football note, you know why the Patriots keep winning the division? 
Because everyone else in the division is awful. Everyone just takes turns starting Ryan Fitzpatrick. It's true. He's played for every other team. This is the league. Dolphins year. Like they've even said it. He's he's playing his way into the starting role for the fucking Dolphins. Who are ranked the worst team in the NFL right now. Remember when they were almost good? They made it to the playoffs like two years ago. Two years ago they did, yeah. With uh, Was that the Cutler year? They made it to the playoffs? No, it was the year before that, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so it was three years ago. And uh, Matt Moore was playing in the playoffs. Yes. That was the Matt yeah, Moore and Matt McGloin? Was that the, the starter for the Oakland Raiders in the playoffs? I don't know. Because old Mascara Carr over there. Oh, yeah, he hurt himself. He hurt himself before the season. I don't. Was it his thumb or was it his leg? I, I thought it was like his throwing hand. It could have been. Um. But yeah, that was ooh. <laughs> Miami. There, so like, I don't know, like, how good people think the Jets are going to be, but they're going to be awful this year. I think some people think the Jets are going to be okay. I I don't think so. I I, I, never, I have a feeling. The AFC East is going to have one really good team and three really bad teams. You, you, you just think you stay up all night thinking of that take? <laughs> I'm talking like less than eight wins can. What if Buffalo's good? That'd be a refreshing change of pace. They made the playoffs two years ago. They did, but like they were still bad. They, they lo- still weren't a good team. That they year. lost in a barn burner to the Jacksonville Jaguars in the first round. I believe it was like a fucking like 12-3 game or some bullshit like that. Oh, is that the snow game? Was there a snow game involved? I, I barely remember this, but yeah, they were, they were still not a good team. They barely made it in. They made it in because the Denver Broncos really suck. <laughs> not the Denver Broncos. The Baltimore Ravens really suck. So they're, they're, the Denver Broncos are going to really suck this year. If you thought they were sucky last year. Uh, they have wait, Joe Flacco now, right? Yes. Wait till you get the check down, King. Fucking throw into throw it to the dirt. Joe you know. Flacco makes magic happen in Denver. I don't know if you know that. Ugh. Just Ugh. throw it up. Joe Flacco might be the most productive quarterback with the least amount of yards thrown this season with the new uh, pass interference rules. Oh yeah, 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 was that the year they won? Oh, when he just lobbed it up at the end of a game against the Broncos in the playoffs and. Jacoby Jones caught it and ran for a touchdown to win the game. Yeah, was that the year? Cause, yes. Oh, is that? The, I was gonna say, is that the year they won, or is that the year that they kicked, they missed the field goal? No, that was the year they won. Okay, that was the year that they won because Flacco just lobbed the ball up. I remember that. Yeah. Every time he threw it up, someone came down with it. <laughs> <laughs> they had a good defense, at least. They had a pretty good defense. I mean, remember the quarterbacks in that Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was Joe Flacco and Colin Kaepernick. Yes. <laughs> and the two coaches were brothers. Yeah. <laughs> what a terrible... And the power went out. The power went out, yeah. <laughs> what a terrible Super Bowl. Yeah. Possibly the worst Super Bowl ever. You, you need to have a good quarterback to win in this league, is what everyone and, says. And the, and the, the Flacco v. Kaepernick Super Bowl... The Ravens, like, one-handedly, I, I remember, right? Um... The Ravens took a huge lead, yeah, and then the 49ers came back. Okay. But that was after the power went out. 
<laughs> so bad. That was uh, that was Goodell doing all of his McMahon no, stuff. No, it wasn't. It was just stupid shit happening. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it was me, Flacco. It was me all along. Goodell uses his black magic to protect players on other teams and punish Patriots players. No, he's he's going into the control room like Stephen Regal at the end of that raw. <laughs> or like DX. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's a McMahon. He's like, ha, 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 this is my kind of Super Bowl. Fuck your power. Ha, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you got to turn the power off. Roger. Kennedy. Goodell. <laughs> He can't have pal. He has bud. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, who the fuck's the receiver on the Chiefs? Tyreek Hill. Ty- Tyreek Hill is in the corporation. <laughs> He's the Ken Shamrock. Yeah. <laughs> the world's most dangerous dad. <laughs> is that the name of the episode? <laughs> the world's most dangerous dad. Tyreek Hill. <laughs> What an asshole. We talked about that, I'm sure, right? I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, it's when, yeah we did it because I've, I've said a couple times at the end of the film, it makes me kind of feel icky now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even want it to happen. I want a break from sports. Wow. What are you, what are you thinking of going into to fill that void? You can't just, you can't just like clean break from sports. I don't, like, don't want to like, like quit sports. I just want a break. No, I just mean like I need I need teams around here to suck for a little while. It's been like like sixteen uninterrupted years of teams being good around here, and God damn it, I'm exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> I have a life I'm trying to live here. <laughs> but what would you do without like a lot of sports influence in your life? I don't know. Fucking sleep. <laughs> you just filled that. I don't have enough time for all the shit I do that isn't sports. Never mind the fact that I want to keep up with it. Yeah. I have. Oh, I, I just don't dedicate time to like wrestling anymore. I just watch more sports. I watch stuff about wrestling. Yeah. Like, I'm going to watch. I guess yeah. I segue into this. Uh, John gave me All Japan pay per view double disc. Uh, Probably three years ago. What's the name of this uh, DVD? It's uh, Realize. It happened February 16th, 2005, and the main event is Kawada versus Kojima. So I'm going to watch this and review it next week. Uh, Matches are Nosawa versus Masada, Love Machine, Arashi, uh, Makai Love Machine number two, and Mini Love Machine against Tamaki Hanma, uh, Taichi Ishikara, and Akari Raijin. That's <laughs> this is a live read, so this is pretty good for me. Um, <laughs> Akira and uh, Toshizu, uh, yeah, Toshizo versus Kaz Hayashi and Katsuhiko uh, Nakajima. Um, handicap. <laughs> Was Kaz Hayashi in the Jung Dragons? Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's in the Jung Dragons. Um, handicap. It's, it's not handicap mash or anything. It just says handicap. Singular, uh, Taioki and Jamal versus uh, Masanobu Fuchi, uh, Nobutaka Araya, and Nobukazu Hirai. This is difficult. Yeah, <laughs> you really uh, took a big took a big bite out of this pay per view by trying to read it. 
That's kind of what my plan was. Okay. <laughs> uh, Taru, Johnny Stimboli, and Chuck Palumbu versus Takamishinoku, Bull Buchanan, and Rico. There you go. You nailed that one. <laughs> yeah, see, you give me the ones I recognize, and I'm all right. Cheeseburger and steak beer. <laughs> oh, my God. That sounds delicious. Um, yeah, it does. Kohei Suama trial series, third match. Uh, Kohei Suama and Kensuke Sasaki. Kensuke Sasaki? <laughs> um, Kaiji Muto Muto versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, which I'm looking forward to, and the triple crown match, which is Kawada versus Kojima. But you, when you after you watch it, you tell me the worst match and the best match, and I'll watch that. I'm assuming that the uh, the match with Rico in it. Falls in one of those two things. I might start there. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, I'll just make my own order for this. But no, nah, I'll watch it all in order. And so I'm going to watch this uh, All Japan pay per view double disc. And I'll review it next week. And I'll, I'll give you the heads up on what's. I want best and worst. You want best and worst? Yeah. All right. I think I know what's going to be the best. Gonna be, it's going to be Muto versus Tanahashi. You don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Shock. Wow. So, yeah. We uh, we were supposed to do Motley Crue yesterday, and that fell through. That did fall through. So it gives me more opportunity to learn that stuff, I guess. It's uh, It's painfully easy. <laughs> <laughs> I printed out all the tabs. First tab... That I looked up, and I went to three different ones just to make sure. The Dr. Feelgood tab is one-third of the page. <laughs> it is ridiculous. <laughs> There's a lot of zeros on it, too. Yeah. I mean, it's two riffs. Th- two or three riffs. Three riffs, really. Yeah. So and one was... Something like that. Yeah. At least the guitarists are fun. I mean, easy bass is fun for me. But uh, but my least favorite part about playing music is actually playing the music. <laughs> so, so I, I was gonna say I'm I'm back into the retros. I think. I know. I didn't even think you actually love the retros. I gave him a break for a little while, but they're releasing new series that I don't have now for the first time in what feels like in forever. And I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll pick up some of these. I feel like you're easier to qu- like become frustrated and quit things than I am to where like I'm just like, all right, he's annoyed with them. He's not actually like fucking done with them. Yeah. Where like, Or I'm just like, if I've had it, enough of it, I quit it. I, I, I take breaks. Yeah. Well, I mean, I move around. I've been... There's a couple that... Besides the rest of the retros that I want to get. Uh, there's a couple elites that I want to get my hands on. I want to get my hand on that Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a banana? Uh, he's He's got his... He's a uh, Intercontinental Champion. And then he's got his Stooges gear, too. You can pick which one you want. 
And then at the end of this year, uh, Briscoe's coming out too. Nice. So I want the Stooges. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite Stooges moment? Uh, I don't know. I think just the existence of them at that time is really it. I don't know if it's really a moment or anything, but I always enjoyed whenever they let Gerald Briscoe talk. Yeah, so when he, <laughs> I saw it the other day, and when he was, uh, he was saying he was going to go, he was he ran to the ring after jaw jacking with Austin. <laughs> oh fuck! Where did I see it? <laughs> but like, like, would you come try? I think I will. <laughs> like, I don't know. Briscoe rules. Well, I'm, I don't know. I'll have to go tell Mr. Mike Mann. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's a real body shop, right? Yes. Okay. Um, he got a lot of free advertising for that body shop. Yeah. Like, that's some real carny shit right there. Well, you got to promote. You got you to gotta help brother out. He's trying to con or make a bump. I'm not going to go out there and take bumps if I'm not going to be able to get some business at the shop. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mike Mann. I always just loved how he said it, uh, McMahon's name. Yeah, I'm sure they exaggerated it because it popped everyone. Did uh, did you see them become 24-7 champ? I saw, yeah, I was here when I, that happened. Uh, that was... I watched neither of them get down to make the pinfall. Yeah, of course. <laughs> They're old men. <laughs> <laughs> Although, like, props, props to Briscoe for at least dropping the title. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I wonder. They should have a best of the Stooges on the network. I'm sure once one of them Harley races, then. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about that? Oh, yeah, sure. So, uh, Harley Race is dead as shit. He died. He's deaded. Yeah. Um, Flair outlived Harley Race. <laughs> a flair for the old. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Anyway, um,. He kicked out a three and a half. <laughs> He's still dead, but he kicked out a three and a half. Yeah. <laughs> of course. There's like a it. real half-ass kick out as it's going. He had to kick out of the finish, and then he had to kick out at three and a half just to make sure that he stayed out. He came out looking strong. Like, yeah, you got me, but it was it was that close. Yeah. A lot of, uh, no one really has anything bad to say about Harley Race, which is kind of amazing. Now. Well, I mean, now. I mean, like, you've heard stories about, like, what he's done to people, right? How he pulled a gun on Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like Hogan deserves to have a gun pulled on him, <laughs> honestly. I can't refute that. Um, Hogan doesn't sound like a great dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really doesn't. Uh, like, he's just not shitty enough to have not gone into Ultimate Warrior territory for me. Also, there's a lot of pictures of me cosplaying as a pre-five-year-old. As a young Terry, as a young Terry Bollea, yeah. so like I really, I, I guess I kind of backed myself on a corner. I gotta like him somewhat, but it doesn't seem like he's too great of a guy. No, brother. Harley Race had sunburns, sideburns, and sunburns. <laughs> <laughs> this is pale skin. Yeah, yeah. can't stay out there too long. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he died, and uh, I have a new thing that I do when a wrestler dies. Uh, I go on eBay. And I look at what their LJN figure is going for. And sure enough, uh, day of, I found me a Harley race going for $150. And I was like, ooh, you scumbag. 
That's a $50 figure. You should have bought the $50 ones up. Uh, they'll they'll come right back down to where they are now. Like they're not gonna like it it's happened this year with like everyone who's died, like Gene, uh Bruno. Schnitzky? <laughs> Downtown Bruno's <laughs> dead? I thought he was still alive. <laughs> who else all right, who else died so I can only give part of their name so you can Yeah. Um There's one other. Oh, uh uh Bundy. Bundy? Yeah. Al Bundy's dead? Well, he lives in our hearts as long as we remember him for the good times. The uh, You ever see the LJN poster for the Bundy figure? They make him look like he's so much more grotesque than he actually is. He's just weird looking. He's, yeah. He's, he's not wasn't like grotesque. No, he just has a kind of like a, a comedy face. Yeah. He's like a he's like a grumpy three stooge. He looks like a a, a live action Gill from The Simpsons. <laughs> live action Gill. Old Gill's Did eating solid food tonight. <laughs> no, he doesn't. King Kong Bundy. <sighs> Al Bundy. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, King Kong Bundy. Uh. <laughs> oh, Al Bundy. Yeah, um, I think we diverted. Yeah, we we <laughs> we, we lost it. We forked off. <laughs> I was so disappointed. But he looks like that. He's looking like that. I was like, ah. Shit. I but, know what he's doing. But yeah, um, LJN's skyrocket when someone dies now. It's it's kind of funny. It's like records. <laughs> and they, David and Bowie died fucking 40 years ago, and those records still haven't come down. Ugh. They don't want to come back down from this cloud. Uh, if you didn't say it, I was going <laughs> to. I feel dirty now. Dirtier than that Harley Race like stuff. But yeah, Harley Race died. What's your favorite Harley Race story? Uh my favorite Harley Race story is it's 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 all car things and it all revolves around smoking and drinking. Uh who who was it that was in the car with him? I think it was Scorpio. He asked him for a beer. Oh, yeah, I know this story. He asked him for a beer. He hands him a beer. He's like, how am I supposed to drink it if it's not open? And then he opens it, hands it back. How am I supposed to drink it if the can, if it's not facing my mouth? Like you, when you, you were sitting passenger in Harley's car, you had to light his cigarette for him. And you also had to hand him new beers. With, they were already opened. And the, the uh, spout on the can had to be facing his mouth. I like the story of how uh, Owen Hart spiked his chili with, like, a ton of hot sauce. And then uh, the next day or whatever, Harley saw him next at uh, WWF TV. He brought a uh, stun gun and shocked. (laughs) 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 I can only only visualize that in my mind. I'm just like, that would be something I would love to have seen. (laughs) Yeah. Wait. Harley Race bringing his stun gun to a fucking wrestling event <laughs> and electrocuting Owen Hart <laughs> for spiking his chili. <laughs> what a story. Harley Race looked awesome at every point in his like career, I guess. He always like he just had that like very like uh curly like he had like the devil's curls. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like well, he was, he also he was had, like, like sideburns. He was like, like a disco tough guy in the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> Like he had like military tattoos and shit on him. Like he, he was like his shape, but then he had like a d- disco stew fucking <laughs> afro and sideburns. And sideburns. And occasionally he had a he had bleached hair, depending on like which era you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, he was definitely disco tough guy. Did he take the best corner bump? Uh, I know he always gave the best like suplexes. He used to just toss people. He also did like a real slow one too. Yeah, he used to just not give a fuck. When he was like, when he would suplex people from the outside in, it was real slow. Well, he'd back up a few steps too and then dump him like a sack of shit. Good eye. Uh, Another good Harley Race story is I forget the wrestler who who he wrestled in WWF, but uh, it was like a young kid. And he asked him, What's your finish? And the kid tells him his finish, and Harley just goes, I'll move. I'll move. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you watch the gif, <laughs> that's exactly what happens. He just gets out of the way, and the kid just, like, eats it in the ring. <laughs> it does not look good either. <laughs> it looks like a terrible move. Harley was right to move. <laughs> Wait, what's he going to put over some snot-nosed kid? He's already fucking playing dress-up. Yeah, he was definitely cosplaying as champion, at that po- or as king at that point. Uh, manager of... Vader, Man. also good stuff. Yeah, because uh, I always love the story on the Mick Foley thing where he's like, if you don't hit him as hard as you can, I'm going to hit you as hard as I can. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's with a shovel. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, dude. <laughs> Harley Race intimidates me into hurting Vader. <laughs> <laughs> That's what those old timers were, though. He's just an intimidating man. Yeah, uh, those May Young stories are great too, especially like during like the '97, '98 times. Like, if you hold up on me, I'm gonna kick the shit out of you. <laughs> like she just wouldn't accept that she was an old lady. Yeah, <laughs> Bob Holly's just like, I lay it in out there. She's like, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't. He's a prick. Yeah. She's just like, thank you for the match. <laughs> <laughs> she's just like walking around acting all tough and then never, no one's looking she's like oh yeah she drops fucking dead she <laughs> crumbles she drops dead for like another 10 years Ugh. she's like oh I'm in so much pain <laughs> <coughs> oh. her and Mula tongued right they I were, think they tongued other people they like kidnapped young boys no, I think they tongued like Gene Okerlund and Bobby Heenan at WrestleMania 20. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. That's all I remember. That's all I choose to remember. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how you remember all four of them? Yes. None of them for any other reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Especially not Bobby Heenan, who's looking at me right now, judging me. Yeah. I, Bobby <laughs> Heenan's judging me all day, every day. And so I was like, keep up the good work. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> oh, yeah, real smart choice. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh, who, what did Bobby Heenan come up with? Someone blamed Bobby Heenan for something. Uh, oh, Isaac Yankum. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's a Bobby Heenan joke. <laughs> I Yankum. Yeah. <laughs> 
but like, yeah. So the, it's like, well, it was his idea, but you didn't have to do it. And that was the same thing. It's a the same idea behind the Chainsaw Charlie thing. Well, everyone, anyone's a star if they come out of a box. <laughs> well, no, like that's okay, you know, motherfucker. Oh, you go get his haircut and go. Oh, you go see old Chainsaw Charlie. Oh, he's gonna cut our hair at Chainsaw Charlie's. <laughs> Welcome to back to the bad Terry Funk impression <laughs> podcast. You egg sucking dog. Yeah, this is probably inherently better than mine. I don't do any wrestlers good anymore. I do them. I do them dirty. Yeah, you do. See, do do you do you do do? That's because I sound like Lenny Puffo. You see, <laughs> it starts there. If you could do Lenny Puffo, you could do anyone. Wink, wink. <laughs> Including yourself, especially myself. <laughs> and it's not because I'm flexible or large. It's because I want to do it. <laughs> I'm determined. That's what divides you from me. <laughs> like how Macho Man wanted to be the best wrestler, I wanted to suck my own dick. We both got what we wanted. <laughs> In the end. Neither of us great drivers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very defensive. I go slow, you see. I'm the guy who causes the accidents and then drives away. <laughs> that's that's the lady Poffo. Uh, he, he actually says that. He's like, I cause accidents in one of his shoot interviews. Did he actually say that? He actually said that. He actually, he actually also uh, said something really like super homophobic. <laughs> Weird that Lanny Poffo was like the gayest of all the Poffos. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who admits to sucking his own dick. It's like, yeah, homosexuals, they're all pedophiles too. <laughs> he, said, he said that? It's like, Lanny, uh. <laughs> you? <laughs> like, I mean, oh. Like, he had that, like, weird 80s porn stash thing going for a long time. He did. And he had a real thin one for a little while, too. <laughs> and I, know I have a hard time believing that a wrestler from the 70s and 80s would say something homophobic. Yeah, it seems out of character. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nothing says manly like a Lanny. Old straight Lanny walking down the street, <laughs> throwing frisbees and writing poetry. <laughs> <laughs> what a man. <laughs> <laughs> and Hulk Hogan. You know, I was the original. Can't do that. I was the original Macho Man. You know, I was the Macho Boy, and he was the Macho Man. <laughs> <laughs> this would be so much better if I could also do the impression. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's where it all starts. If you can do Lanny, you can pretty much do anyone. Like I can't do anyone but Lanny at this point. <laughs> I'm still learning. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I've been doing a, a bad Austin's lately. What? I've been doing bad Austin's. Too. Help! Having a dadder day. What? <laughs> Terrible Austin's. Yeah, I just talk like this. What? <laughs> I'm really just doing an impression of Gallows. <laughs> I think, that, like, if you could do an impression of Gallows, do an impression of someone, you're good. That's it. Like, has my fickle as the hook Gallows <laughs> fickle? <laughs> That's true. It is. <laughs> Which is very close to Lanny Papa. In the, uh, oh, I can't even think of the fucking WCW guy's name. <laughs> uh, 
Gary Michael Chapetta. <laughs> this is Sting. Yeah. <laughs> That's not even good either. It's terrible. Brian does it spot on. This <laughs> is better. <laughs> we were camping one time, and he had a a bag of trash that was dripping. He goes, "This is dripping." And I'm like, "This is dripping." <laughs> I can't. If he says this is anything, I hear in Gary Michael Capetta voice. This is dripping. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, I, I used to enjoy Penzer, too, in the late 90s. I get Michael Penzer. Dave Penzer? Dave Penzer, yeah. Dave Penzer. Sorry. Gary, um, there's just Gary, too Ma- <laughs> Gary Michael Capetta and Dave Penzer. Uh, but Penzer was always, the giant. <laughs> This is Raven. Uh, that was yeah. I, I get them. They're they're interchangeable. Remember when Michael Buffer was cool? I don't snot know his brother is the cool one. You <laughs> uh, saw that coming. Well, I think uh, Bruce's uh, will always be known for his uh, Johnny Come Lately attitude. He's known Mike, for his hand gyrations too. Where Michael will always be the original. You know, Bruce is, is TNG, a lot of ways superior, but it'll never be as recognized as Michael. <laughs> it's funny because I agree and I get the reference. There's <laughs> <laughs> actually several things I'm referencing in there that you have to know. Yeah. You have to know uh, old boxing and WCW. Old boxing, UFC. WCW, UFC, Star <laughs> Trek original and the next generation and, and Wayne's World. <laughs> All of which I know. <laughs> yeah, that's actually surprising. That's a that's a, se- a seven reference uh, joke right there. Yeah, see, so a lot of times my jokes go are, are too too. Uh, they go over everyone's head, you know. We're playing to a crowd of three. Yeah, as we get as we're closing in on this episode that three people will listen to, maybe two people will finish. <laughs> Hopefully, one of those two people understands what we're talking about right now. Well, if you did finish, I hope you have uh, napkins or towels handy. Or if not, just don't touch any knobs. Yeah. Especially Brian. He's disgusting. Yeah, unless you want to go to Pity City. (laughs) That sounds nasty. Ooh. Yeah, it's not. not Yikes. It's the first time I've ever tried it. Yeah. That was uh, definitely nasty, but definitely not sensational. No. I wish I could do a Sherry impression. Well, he used to say nasty sensation a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, you just said sensation. I was, or I sensational. Know. I was like, yeah, that'd be an awesome impression to do. Don't. Just leave that one alone. Because if I could do it, then I'd dress up like her. I'd, I'd do like the cat makeup thing. Yeah. Like, I don't want to <laughs> think you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I'd rather Dress, someone else think I'm hot. Dress up like Santina or something. <laughs> Maybe the worst gimmick ever. Santina? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't good, but it wasn't the worst. What was worse, Santina or Eugene? Santina. Eugene had redeeming qualities to it. Eugene. If you get back the behind, like past the fact that it's kind of offensive... Well, Santina was also like kind of offensive because I don't think it was offensive so much. It was just like it really like. Well, they used 
like the women's spot just to like make a joke out of it at WrestleMania. You know, I don't think there's so much to make. They use it to make a joke out of it. I think they use it as a vehicle to use Santino, who was one of the most over people in the company at that point. It was a, it fell flat. It was Here, stupid. Here's what you do: you have WrestleMania in Italy, you see, and then Santino comes out of the crowd and wins the Intercontinental Title. And then the boogeyman comes to challenge him for it, and he laughs in his face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he speaks a little bit of uh, Italian. Just enough to let the crowd know that where he's from. Yeah. Nothing else. He beats Umaga for it. Umaga. The, the corpse of Umaga. <laughs> I love in the uh, Something to Wrestle episode where they talk about uh, Samojo and they're like, hey, check me out, man. Why, why didn't WWE ever take in Samojo? They thought he was a fat Samoan. What was Umaga? Yeah, he, he could work. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, and Joe can't work. <laughs> that's a that's a good listen if you ever get around to it. Is it was that the episode? Uh, what episode was it? I think it was the TNA episode. Oh, we talked about his time in TNA, his seven month run. Incredible. <laughs> yeah, there's something to break up the monotony of like, yeah, hey pal. I do a good impression of Bruce Pritchard doing an impression of Vince McMahon. <laughs> hey, what's going on, John? How are you? That was Hey pal. <laughs> hey pal. <laughs> you ever see the episode of Family Guy like uh fucking they start the improv group because Peter does the uh John Wayne impression? No, I've never seen that one. It was like Howdy Pelgrim. I feel like I'm doing that right now. I don't actually, I don't, I don't fucking know. I'm digging myself a grave here right now. Well, enjoy your fresh grave. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 I think I need to get more retros. I mean, which ones do you desire? All of them? <laughs> eh, I don't, I don't need to spend a lot of money on a retro figure. But, like, you know, the ones that aren't very expensive. You can get a Roman Reigns loose for about 60 bucks now. Yeah, that's a little excessive. Uh, eh, you know. I wouldn't mind, like, a Cena or a Lesnar. But I don't think the Cenas are particularly expensive, and no. I definitely don't think the Lesnars are. No, they, I could get them both for, like, 15-ish. Yeah. Uh, I think the Cenas are up to 20 right now. Maybe, yeah. But I think that's what my next thing is. I got some. I'm pretty good with my Godzilla. Yeah, right you're, now. you're you're running out of fucking Godzilla stuff to buy. <laughs> well, no, there's plenty to buy. There's just nothing I in particular that I really am judging for right now. Yeah. <coughs> like there's going to be one. Uh, I think the reason is because there's uh, NECA burning Godzilla coming out soon that I really want, and I'll get that. That looks fucking awesome. Oh, man, I'm all stuffed up now. I'm fucking... I don't know what happened. You got a cold from the, since the start of this podcast? Yeah. I'm, like, losing it. But anyway, we still got some time. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I don't know if you saw that Godzilla movie, but basically, like, Godzilla becomes, like, a nuclear bomb. They definitely did not. I don't think I've ever seen a real Godzilla movie. Ah, you should. You should. I'll show you a clip before you go of uh, one of my favorite Godzilla scenes. It's awesome. He's oh. such a dick. 
Is that the one you showed me before? Which one did I show you? Uh, the one where he walks past a building or something, and then he flicks her off. Or no, he, no, he walks past a woman, then he destroys the building that she's in. Yeah, yeah. And she like thinks she's safe as he walks by, but then he smacks her with his tail. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he kicks he kicks three monsters' asses, and then one of the monsters resurrects another one, and then he kicks that monster's ass again. <laughs> like it's he's basically like evil Goldberg. This is two thousand one WCW. Oh my god, this movie came out in two thousand one too. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a Japan one or? US? Oh yeah, yeah. Is there yeah. been any good U.S. ones? Yeah, the last one was okay. Uh, the the last two were good. The 2014 was just kind of boring. Like they they backloaded all the action in like one five minute scene, whereas like the rest of the movie is just like Godzilla shows up and then they like cut away from the action and then like they show like the aftermath of one of the monsters' destructions, but they don't actually show it. Just kind of like ugh, just this movies ter- like whoever like directed it like edited this movie like hates the audience because like every time it's like. They're trying to break up the monotony of like the people stuff with something. It's just, like it happens like that, and then it's like, all right, back to the people stuff. You know, I just realized we had a segment planned out for this episode, and we didn't even think about it. What was the segment? The draft. Oh yeah, we we're gonna do a draft. We can yeah. do the draft next week. Oh man, that's too bad. Oh yeah, we were gonna do. Uh... No, we were gonna do. What was the other thing before that? I forget. We were going to draft. Uh... No, I said, like, after I said we would do a draft, but I was just kind of, like, joking. No, the thing before that was what we were going to draft. Let's save it for next week. Hold on a second. Because it's a lot of meat on that bone. And, like, part two of the draft is a joke that I, we could only make after we do part one of the draft. All right. I got I to gotta look this. I got to look at this because it's going to kill me. I don't let's just say it involves wrestling. Oh, it definitely does. It involves two thousand and five ish okay. era wrestling. I, I, I know I know what it is now. Okay. And uh it's definitely something we'll save for yeah. next week because it's a great idea. And it's a terrible idea. And if anyone ever listens to it, we'll, like people will hate us for it. No. But but, but just just know from my end, at least, it's all tongue-in-cheek and, you know, we don't have to... No, Don't judge not. me for it, is what I'm yeah. asking. Don't ever judge me, end quote, dash, <laughs> Corey Taylor. Well, Slap nuts. <laughs> I'm just asking that everyone not judge me for what we're going to do next week, which I'm already ashamed of, but I'm kind of looking forward to. <laughs> I don't think there's anything to be ashamed of with it. It's not that bad. Well, should I say what the idea is? No. No? No, it's a tease. This is a big market tease, bro. But I, I want to tease. I want the audience to know what it is. I want, it, I want them to know so bad. Well, audience, t- don't you want to know what it is? Tell them part one of the draft. Oh, it's, it's not. A, I'm talking about the idea that we had before the draft. What's the... Let me see. <laughs> it's uh, Thursday, 12.32 p.m. Yeah, we spoil the first one. Spoil that one? Yeah, and then not the then. The then can be part two for next week. Okay, so. We're so. going we're gonna to rank. <laughs> I think we do a draft. 
draft it. We, instead of ranking, we draft it. Uh, we draft the Divas era women's wrestlers on work rate and in-ring abilities. Yep. And then part two, blank. Yeah. You can kind of figure it out if you have a brain and you're a dude. <laughs> yeah. Even if you're a girl, you could probably figure it out, but it's kind of like demeaning to your gender, so I apologize. I don't think that it is. Eh, I, you know, it's something that, like, you know, guys probably should just talk about. And and the did, did I like miss text something to you right now? Oh no, I'm just saying. You know, I don't want to be uh, a misogynist or anything about it. You're making this. Everyone's gonna be disappointed with the payoff because you keep making it sound like it's so bad. It's it's not bad. I'm just gonna say it now because it's. Go ahead and say it.